I do laugh though when you brought that up. Like I had this visual of this six foot seven She Hulk on the bottom, and this dude that's shorter than her on top. Like how awkward that would look. He'd look like a little hobbit. <laughs> Welcome to the What's Our Verdict Podcast, where we fashion ourselves television judge and jury. My name is JJ Crowder. I'm here with my co-host, Matson Heiner. Better red than dead. We appreciate you tuning in. As always, go ahead and hit that like, subscribe, bell notification button, follow button, all those buttons. Click them, push them, do whatever you got to do. Keep up with us. We appreciate it. It also helps grow the podcast, which to us is just as important, but we're just glad you're listening. So thanks for doing that. Um, or watching Hey-o. if you're on YouTube. Uh, today we're going to talk about She-Hulk. Season one, episode four, right? Four. Four of nine? Nine. Or ten? Nine. Um, All right, JJ, how, how are you feeling? Because last episode, we were we were very cold. Yeah, I was very rough on this last episode, and I stick to the first three episodes not being a fan. This episode started to turn around for me, um, which I was surprised because I've not, and I said this, I think, on the first or second episode, I was, I've, maybe it was last one, I've not been looking forward to this dating app episode that we saw in the previews but it was funny i found him because they didn't go overboard with it right like it was there it was part of the ongoing gag of the episode but it wasn't like the only thing we saw and then it was riddled with wong who i just i love wong and so it was funny but I actually, like, I didn't hate this episode. Now, I can't pinpoint whether it's because there was so much Wong, so it was funny, or the fact that Wong was suing a magician. <laughs> like, there was just, like, <laughs> there was so much weird, silly shit in this episode that I found myself laughing and enjoying it, and I, I didn't, like, I wasn't, like, I'd still go back and watch the whole season of Miss Marvel before I watched this episode, Again, but it was the best of the four, in my opinion. I mean, I did like that drunk girl, whatever her name is. Uh, yeah. Uh, what, was she, what was her nickname for Wong? Wong's Wong, Wong, Wongers? Wongers, yeah. That's yeah, what, Wongers. That, that chick was funny. She made me laugh. Like, just the, I think it was hard sometimes with this is the, the satire is to a point that it's so over the top that like the courtroom scenes you're like that you're like that would never happen in yeah. real court but i guess at the same time it, i don't know like i did i didn't mind it i was like it's yeah. funny like this is funny because that would never happen um but this episode yeah like i i watched it and i gotta say like i, I didn't mind it i thought it was kind of funny um it got back to maybe where the first one was at for me where i was kind of pleasantly intrigued like okay like all right, it's more whimsical don't know how important this is to an extent but i think they have something unique here where they can technically time whatever individuals they want into the mcu here because of the superhero division that she's a part of and while i know they won't do that with everyone there's so many directions that they could go with this and it looks like they they will spoiler alert they brought back the what's her name tatiana Mm, yeah titania yeah, Titania, that's what it is. And I'm assuming she's going to turn into, I don't know, what kind of villain that we're going to... If there's so much as a villain in this season, more as like a focal point or something. But I was happy to see that towards the end that I'm like, okay, like, we see where how this plays out, where this plays out. I don't know. 
again, I don't have high confidence that it's just so different because this isn't like an action movie to me. It's like a comedy. And so I find myself not caring about the action scenes, like the whole magician thing was with those weird, like gargoyle looking things. Like I thought that was probably the worst part of the, I didn't really care for the action. And then, and a lot of what Marvel has given us lately is this, where I question like, well, what, is it I'm watching? Um, and I think that's what's been hard for me in this transition. And this episode still got me questioning. I'm like, well, with Titania, like, I don't even think they're going to fight. Like, are they just going to have banter in a courtroom and throw shade at each other through social media and weird stuff like that? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. It, it, well, it was, and I laughed. So when she gets served at the end of the episode by Titania for trademarking She-Hulk, like, I laughed pretty loud at that because that's, like, one of these common... Like, if you ever watch... I don't love them, but Casey really enjoys, like, uh, courtroom serials. Mm. Like, so, like, not silly stuff. Like, she loves Suits, which is more a little intense. And then yeah, she likes Suits, yeah. So she likes a couple of those shows. And so there's almost always an episode like this where someone sues someone for a copyright. In fact, we just got done watching a... a a documentary about a pharmaceutical company that I don't even remember, but it was a real story about this woman that creates this company that's trying to invent a new way to take blood so you can get blood tests with only one drop of blood and stuff. Oh, yeah, you're talking about uh, Theranos. Theranos, yeah. So we just watched this documentary series about Theranos, and that's what triggers some of... She has these lawsuits where this guy gets a patent on something that he knows that they're going to need so that he can get a buyout from Theranos, right? Well, mm-hmm. so it's funny. I laughed, like, because there's always that episode where somebody does something, like, just to get a buyout or to mess with them. So I was like, oh, my God, that's funny when she he got sued or she got served like that. Um, and then the way that she got served with him trying to hand her, like, a box, like a gift, and she goes, come on now. <laughs> I'm a lawyer. Just give me the damn summons. <laughs> so, yeah, I just I thought it was clever. I thought it was funny. Um the CGI wasn't bad. And I've realized, so I was looking at some behind the scenes. They showed behind the scenes of her office. And we talked last time why the CGI was so bad in her office. It's because these guys are on a studio set and they're, they got blue screen behind the windows. So the city behind New York city behind the windows in their office is also CGI. So you got CGI on CGI as she's crossing the windows. So not only does the white create that, awful trend like transition but you have the cgi on cgi which is terrible too at some point you gotta just ask hollywood it's like maybe we don't just fully lean on cgi maybe like do half of it because you could still have a physical office and then superimpose something without like i don't yeah. i don't get that in fact it's funny you bring that up because i there's a preview on netflix for like ah crap i don't it has mark Wahlberg and um in the Kevin Hart, it's some mm-hmm. new show that just came out, and they just put a. There's a scene where this like uh, not not a bobcat, but a, like a mountain lion uh, is imposed on there, and, and then they're standing out in lo- what looks like the Grand Canyon, but they must be on like a blue screen, and then they put in like uh, this mountain lion, and it just looks horrible. But we continue to see more of this, where you just question, like these TV shows are. They're 
their budget's not to the scale that we would expect like a, a movie to be at. And this is becoming the norm. And I don't think it's for the better. No, I don't either. I think, and we've said it a few times on this podcast throughout reviews that I think there needs to be a return to some of the more practical effect styles. Even, and I'm not saying go fully practical. I get that CGI has the technology to make things better, but that combination of the two is almost universally much, much better than just pure CGI. So mm-hmm. I just wish they would get back to that, figure it out so that we can get the good look that we want, you know? I'd pay good well, money to go to these movies. Like something we re- recently reviewed, Westworld, where they found this amazing hotel location that had some iconic architecture, and they they used that, but then used a massive blue screen and green screen to weave in New York City um, and some of the other elements, but they still used practical effects to an extent, and I thought they blended that well. But then you've got the uh, She-Hulk here that where apparently they just did double blue screen. It's like, yeah. why didn't they at least even... I like build a set if they wanted to have an office that they had and then then use just some CJ. Like I think it's just be just because we can doesn't mean we should. Yeah. Agreed. So there were a couple other little subtle things that I really enjoyed about this episode and I feel like part of now that I'm thinking about it and we're talking about it out loud, like I think one of the things that made this episode better is it's a touch longer. It's about ten minutes longer. Then, was it really? Yeah, it was it's 35 hard to tell minutes. With stupid end credit crap. True. Yeah, no, the episode itself, like it was a total of 35 minutes. And most of them up to this point have been 24, 27 mm-hmm. total. So this one was 35 minutes. So it had a few more minutes to it. But so, and I feel like the whole episode slowed down its pace, which was nice. It wasn't rushing to get done in 24 minutes or 25 minutes. I'd rather have that extra five, six, seven minutes that we can slow down because I noticed things that I didn't before. Like when she wakes up in the morning and you see Jennifer as Jennifer and she's wearing this suit that's like three sizes too big (laughs) (laughs) and it just looks really silly. But you get they slowed down and had a conversation long enough that you got to see she doesn't want to be in the Hulk form all the time. So she's wearing this suit that's way too big for her so that when she transitions into the the Hulk, it doesn't split the suit anymore. So it's just funny to see those little nuances. And then the, this more serious part is like the actual character development. There was enough time to see some actual emotion and the feeling that she's having right now. Right. So she gets on this dating app, which I've never had to deal with that, but anybody like I have friends that do it and I'm like, man, I couldn't, what a terrible way to have to do that. Right. Like I can't imagine the swipe being part of the swipe generation. So watching someone do that and then she meets someone, she meets these terrible dates mm-hmm. and then she puts her and she meets someone that she's having a good time with. She thinks. And then when she's not the she Hulk, she gets this whole, well, I'm not interested anymore. Right? Like, so it's, that would be awful. Like she's this whole persona that she doesn't actually, she never wanted, got it because of an accident and a terrible place to be. And then that's what she's having to be more often than not because of her situations. And, and I'm just like, and you see that when he leaves, like, she's just like crushed, you know what I mean? So I liked that the episode was a little, took its time a little more so we could see some of those little nuances and some of those things that I don't feel like we've been able to because of the pace and the, the length of these episodes so far. For our listeners. I mean, I'm going to get a little weird here. Like, let's just, so she goes some normal size, woman to 
She-Hulk size. Like, is that guy's dick like gonna fill the void there? Or I don't, I don't know how that works. The proportions seem a little off to me. I, I, yeah, I don't know if you thought about that. I just thought about it now because we're talking about it. And I was like, when he, when she carried him into the bed, I don't know what this man was. If he, I love wanted this. a dominatrix or he wanted to just be treated like a giant baby because she's bigger than him. I don't know. Like, I'm curious about this dude's motivation. Hey. Does he find the She Hulk attractive? I mean,. I mean, they try to make her look attractive enough. Like, I get that. But at the same time, she's also, like, two feet taller than him or three feet or four feet, whatever it turns out to be and can lift a ton, which, again, must not be that impressive to that other guy because he can deadlift 600 and he's no superhero. I thought that part was funny. I was like, okay. I could get, like, one of those big bodybuilders that's into, like, ripped women if they were into her and maybe that's what that guy was i was like well maybe that's his thing because he was pretty big himself i don't know i mean i'm just rambling now sure yeah i don't know about the proportions because i i'm not i'm no anatomy specialist as far as all that goes i feel like she hole could be in some serious pornos though oh for sure that would be she'd make millions just on that um i do laugh though when you brought that up like i had this visual of this six foot seven she hulk on the bottom, and this dude that's shorter than her on top, like how awkward that would look. He'd look like a little hobbit. <laughs> that shit made me laugh. Like just the visual of that. I was sitting there, you were talking, I was trying real hard not to just bust out laughing because that's all I could see in that. And then like in the in the inverse, like them like, let's change positions, and she gets on top, and he's just this little dude <laughs> in between her legs. That shit makes me giggle. I, I don't know why that visual in my head is uh, getting me, but that shit's funny as hell. I had fun with this episode, and I think that's part of it. It was silly and relatable. That's the other thing is it was a very relatable episode. Like the shit oh, she's going through. We haven't even gotten to the, the best part, though, when that the, the girl's name escapes me when she ruins the episode of Sopranos oh, and then does it again. <laughs> like you could, you just know how that feels. You're just like, Oh man, <laughs> when Wong, you ruined it. <laughs> I, I did like their dynamic in the after credit scene was really funny too. Where she's like, Oh, Wongers. And he gets all excited. <laughs> He's got that. Like, Benedict Wong is a genius at playing this character. The other thing that worked, too, in with that is because you're right. Those two, and she added a lot to the episode, like drunk, sober. She was funny. Um, but the other one is the the fourth wall breaks were actually good in this one. Like, they were the timing was good. I They were funny. I thought they were the best of the four episodes by far. Most of them haven't been great. Like, I'm like, oh, that's terrible timing. But this one, I think most of them, I think there might have been one where I was like, oh, that was a that was a dud. But I think the rest were actually pretty decent timing because a lot of them she didn't really talk either. She just kind of looked and was like. But I laughed at the first one where she's like, oh, everybody loves Wong. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I was like, yeah, we do. We love Wong. <laughs> like, uh, you know, you know. <laughs> Yeah, like I think all in all, more intrigued if they stay more in this and the episodes maybe a little longer and we bring in uh, Titania and 
Again, I don't know what that looks like because I don't, they're definitely set. I don't. I just don't feel like She Hulk's like a fighter. Like they and that they haven't really set her up for that. And like yeah. a big bad compelling villain. Like this is overly satirical. That I just don't think they can go back to that. And that's okay if they somehow stay in that lane. But I'm skeptical. But have been brought back a little bit after this episode. Yeah, same here. They did set up with the conversation with her dad, which I laughed too. When he came in, he's got all like the security shit and the shovel. <laughs> that group that were in the construction, that's an actual group. And I can't believe I missed it when watching it. But in the MCU, that's an actual group. They're called the Wrecking Crew. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and so I think we'll see them again because they hinted at that. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the Wrecking Crew. They're an actual... And it's funny because... They, I don't. Did you watch the Hawkeye series at all? Um, and I don't think I finished it. Mm. So it's just a little bit. So let's go with the no. They, they, they remind me. There's a group in there, and it's a much bigger gang, but they're called the Tracksuit Mafia, and they're kind of like the. They're stupid, but they're like funny, and so like they're, they're good comic relief. And I think that you might see some more of that with the Wrecking Crew coming through. Because when I watched the preview, I did laugh at like the glowing construction equipment and like them thinking that they were going to do something to she hulk with like a crowbar and a pry bar <laughs> so we'll probably see more wrecking crew since they came up again but could work could yeah. work we'll see yeah yeah i think all in all it was a it was a nice change from the first three especially the, the second and third episode um i hope they continue on i hope we get to see more of titania and i hope they do start to throw in you know, maybe some more. I want a villain villain. I want, and even if it's Titania, I want someone that I'm like, okay, how's this battle going to go? And I'd be okay, like you say, if there wasn't as much, like, fighting, if it was more like the subterfuge and, like, how are they going to work through the court system and how is this going to interact? Like, I'd be okay with that. It's going to get so. scandalous, JJ. It's going to be a bunch of leaked videos <laughs> and things, weird stuff like that. You know, I thought, <laughs> I thought they were going to do something like that with one of her dates, like, or like have a bunch of people like taking pictures like selfies and posting them because she's so famous right now like she's the hot because she's the hot mm -hmm. new uh superhero so we'll see they got a lot of things that they could do so i hope they get some of them right but we'll see yeah we'll see we'll be back to review episode five of nine next week so tune in for that i still can't Woo. get over the fact there's nine more up there's like four or five more episodes uh okay Matt, to tell everybody where else they can find us. You can find us on whatsourverdict.com to kind of see what's upcoming. Check our, our coming soon page. A lot of uh, TV shows right now with Rings of Power and or is about to come up for Star Wars. And we're also doing um, House of the Dragon, which has been pretty awesome. Interspersing some some older movies and some newer ones, but not really till like mid-October. I, I guess Pinocchio and Hocus Pocus are, are coming out. So we'll, we'll watch those. Getting into the spirit of Halloween here shortly. Um, and you can check us out on TikTok to watch some random movie trivia and stuff with tigers and throwing shade at our co-hosts, mm -hmm. uh, being really just JJ and I, because Alec makes fun of us. Um, you can listen to us wherever good podcasts can be found at What's Our Verdict Reviews and on YouTube as well if you want to see our bright and shining faces. Absolutely. Thanks, Madsen. There it is. As always, we appreciate you tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Cinemagic out.